Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Using pre-planned lines on dating apps to start conversation does not work generally for women because we have a sixth sense. We have like a sniff test. We can tell that those lines are maybe lines that you got from a YouTube pickup artist dude, or you even maybe came up with it on your own, but now you've used it for every single girl over and over and over. It's like that saying, Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day or teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a pre-written line and he'll date for a day. Teach him how to banter and he'll date for a lifetime. Or maybe not a lifetime because you'll find the one right away and then you'll stop dating and you'll just be married. But you know what I mean. I am Kristen from kristenandchill.com and I am the banter queen. I teach guys how to charm more than just the socks off of women. And if you're struggling in conversation, if you're getting ghosted, if you're never hearing back, if you're never ever getting the results that you deserve, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts, a comedian, etc. Here, of course, with Marty Keenris. Keen oh, is that my name? Really? Keenris. <laughs> Marty Keenris, uh, bestselling author. Get inside her, check it out. Uh, we just got back from the holidays, etc. And that's my word today. And um, I just got in last night on a really late flight. Um, my flight got in at like 2.30 in the morning. So I'm a little bit out of it. Yeah. Right that's why you dress like a homeless person. Yes. And it feels good. I just... You look good. Do I look good as a homeless yeah, person? Yeah. Like if you were to walk around in Iowa, I don't think they, they would think right, look would, good. Yeah. But in LA, it works. Like right. you look like cool and yeah. rich and well, popular. I was walking around like this basically at home the whole time. And people are like, Kristen's not doing well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I had a weird... I had a dream last night... Uh, about our podcast. It was just like a quick little thing, but good or bad. Yeah. I mean, it was just like this kid who was promoting other podcasts. He was like, oh, you should like this podcast and that podcast. And <laughs> um, he called our podcast Ask. It's not funny or interesting. It's just a weird dream. But he was like, um, everyone check out Ask 11. 11? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's Ask Women. Asshole. Who is this douchebag kid? He's a comedian. Oh, okay. And I was like, I don't know, 11 questions. I couldn't figure out. (laughs) Ask 11, but if you guys want to ask 11 questions. You can. You can. Okay. And also tell me if my voice is not loud enough, because I had two people write into me since we moved over to Playboy, that my voice is not loud enough. So if you notice me not talking into the microphone, uh, let me know. Okay. Okay. I want to dive right into our show today because we have an awesome guest that is going to deliver actionable, important information about how to approach. And I want to give a little background um, as to how I know our guest, who is Vince Calvin, who is 
Somebody that I've known probably for 10 years, but have not talked to probably in seven years. But when I first started my business, which I randomly started by mistake and by accident, when it, which ended up being an amazing mistake and an amazing accident, um, I didn't really know other people who were doing what I was doing. And I stumbled upon Vince. I don't even know if you found me or I found you. I forget what it was. But he used to and may still do these incredible seminars in the marina where he would have tons of men come and work with him. And he graciously invited me to come speak and represent the voice of a woman to these men that were seeking his advice and help. Uh, And he really helped introduce me to a lot of people in our world. And I'm still very appreciative to that because in the beginning, most people are not typically helpful and he was always helpful to me. So number one, I appreciate that. And number two, um, I was at home probably a month and a half ago or or a month ago. And my brother-in-law said to me, oh, you have to turn on CNN right now on the Lisa Link show because there's somebody in your industry and I'm finding it really interesting. I want you to watch it. And I turned it on and Vince was on this episode of the Lisa Link show where they were covering one of his boot camps that he does in Hollywood. And I was crying, to be honest, while I was watching the episode. It was it was beautiful and wonderful. And I loved watching how the story uh, just showed all these men going through this huge transformation. And it was incredible. And that's all because of Vince. So that's why I have you on the show today. And that's what sparked me getting in contact with you again. So I'm glad that you're here. So welcome to our show. Hey, I really appreciate being on and uh, it's been an awesome journey and it's really, really good to see how far you, you've came yeah. and uh, the CNN show was incredible. I'm sure. Oh, ever since, you know, we've had mothers contact us to uh, ask for help for their sons and sisters. So it's like a new era where pickup yeah. is more and more accepted for, for what sure. it is. So. Well, the interesting thing <clears throat> was my, my, my family, my brother-in-law, most of the people that when I say, oh, thank you for helping me. My voice is too quiet. Um, when I say the community that I have been a part of, or I say what it is that I do, they do have this negative association with pickup artists, but you did a wonderful they job. As, I. as in I Kristen does as people. well. She's like fucking bastards. I hate those people. But, but I think you did a really great job. There was one point in the, um, interview where Lisa Ling had said to you, cause she was talking about your marketing tools that of the way that you got people to come to your seminar. And from a woman's point of view, they're not wonderful marketing tools. I Because you advertise, you want to get laid, you want to get pussy, you're like all these things, right? That for me, and even for Lisa Ling and my brother-in-law were like, that's disgusting, that's horrible. Who responds to that? These guys are assholes. But when Lisa Ling asked you about that, you gave a wonderful response as to why you use those materials. So I, I would love to ask you now, why do you use those materials to speak to these men? When on the other side what your seminar does is it seems to be the complete opposite because you actually help them become awesome men as opposed to just like chasing pussy. Yeah, it was funny actually because when uh, Lisa and I first met, she looked at me and she said, you know, I really don't like you. <laughs> and then there was that evolution through through the show. And it's true. The marketing is is really hardcore, but so is all marketing. Right. And you, when you want to influence someone, you need to start where they're at, you know? So... Very few men would be inclined to want to better themselves. But, okay. you know, that's the entry level. Yes, you want to get laid. And on the other end, uh, it's also important to know that there's nothing wrong with wanting to get laid. You know, so uh, one beautiful thing that also happened, there was an article on the CNN website uh, linked with the show in which we said, wait a minute. By then it was 2015. It's now 2016. Pretty much every community in the world, thank God, has 
been accepted, you know, gay, trans, transgender, you name it. And we would still give a hard time to men wanting to get laid. So that's the future of humanity. Without that, not much will happen in the future. So no, I agree with you. Well, the one thing that I w- wanted to talk to you about today was approaching because that was one of the areas that you focused on so heavily during that special. And I encourage anybody to go back to On Demand and watch this episode. It's on Lisa Ling. What, what was it called? called? I think it's going to be on Netflix. Oh, and it's really? also on cnngo.com okay. and maybe other places that I don't know of. Okay, perfect. And go and check this episode out because... Even on that episode, you gave a lot of actionable advice that guys can use just from watching the episode. But I would love to hear from you firsthand about approaching. Why why do guys have so many issues with approaching? Why is it so hard? I think because they're overinvested to start with. You know, most guys, they go from nothing, staring in a creepy way. (laughs) I mean, no man will ever understand what it must be like for a woman to have eyes on you and then the guy looks away or makes a stupid comment. So they want to go from doing nothing to the perfect approach and pick up that might lead to something. Men are so fast. If they're a little soft, they're quickly going to fall in love. Right. They may not even know anything about the woman and already, oh, maybe she's the one. And if they're a little bit more edgy, then they go, that's it. I'm getting late this time. So I think the the first thing is to slow all of that down and come at it from a more uh, grounded place of it's just one human being. Let's find out what the person is all about and to do that more often with less investment. How do, how do men do that in the moment? So let's say they are out, they're at a grocery store, they turn the aisle, you know, to get a bag of chips and they're like, oh my God, that girl's so hot. What do I do? How do, how do they go from... I want to stick my penis in her too. I'm grounded. I'm okay. I'm calm. I'm going to approach. Like what can they tell themselves in their mind? Well, it's a journey, but I think what's important is to use whatever is there. On the show, there was this gentleman whose eyesight, Mitchell, really, I think he moved everybody. But Oh yeah, uh, I was ready to date him by the end. He was so (laughs) smooth and I, I, I loved him. So Mitchell really has an eyesight problem. And instead of thinking it's working against him, I told him, just go to someone and say, I don't see very well. I just want to verify that you're as cute as I think you are. Mm -hmm. So start authentic. Two extremes there, which will work. One of them is, I just don't know what to say, but something made me want to talk to you. Or the other one is just be honest. If you think I'm flirting with you, you're right, I am. Which I and, like. Yeah. And then from a place of choice. Also, men have it backwards. They, they come in to want to be accepted because they don't fully accept themselves when it should be more coming in to find out, hey, where is she at? What's going on with her? Is that compatible, suitable for, for what I want? Well, so, okay, that's wonderful. I love that information. So what do, what do guys do after they've broken into that conversation? with women. They've said, okay, you know, it may seem like I'm flirting with you. Well, you're right. I am flirting with you. Where do they go to from there in order to complete that mission of, I want to find out more about you? How does that, how does that turn into conversation for guys or what, what can help guys um, with guidance on how to construct a conversation out of what their intentions are? Well, I think it's important to know that as much as men have a tendency to have approach anxiety women have a tendency to have staying anxiety because it's a lot of pressure. What does that mean? Could this guy be the one? I've been there before. I have a sufficient amount of stalkers without getting a new one in my life. So I just want a bag of chips. It's important to give them a little space. So right there to say, hey, real quick, you know, and 
almost make it feel like it's over in little waves and then come back in. And then most guys also have their, their syntax backwards, meaning they go from a place of being empty. Not much is happening. One of the tests that I love to do to guys, I walk around with them and then I say, stop, close your eyes. What exciting thing is happening in your life right now? And they go, oh, I don't know, there's people and cars. <laughs> and, and then from there, they hope that because they're talking to a woman, something amazing is going to happen. That's backwards. First, they should focus more on what's happening with themselves and have something richer. So then conversation continues. A great exercise is wherever you're at. First, you focus on everything that you like and that you recognize. So there's already quite a bit to talk about. Yeah. And then everything that maybe you don't necessarily like or recognize or understand, but become curious about it. And then focus on the absurd also. So that's a lot of conversation material right there. And then in this day and age, it's got to go fast. The model of like having a 20-minute conversation, Doesn't no one has the time for that, especially in a big city. So... Right there, it's like, hey, you know, you're fun. We should at least be in touch unless you have the time to grab a quick cup of coffee right now. Then let's at least be in touch. I like how you frame everything, even where you said real quick. Because I saw that on the episode, Josiah, who they focused on. That's his name, right? Josiah? Josiah, yes. Yeah. Who I've student. met. Who I've met before, I think, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah. So they were focusing on him. He's like a Jedi for pickup now. Like an absolute master with women. And I can say, if I did meet him, and I, he's the guy that I think of, he was not a master when I met him. So he's come a long way. But that that was his thing. He would go up to random women and just say real quick. And I, I like the way that that's framed because it's saying, I'm not going to bother you for a very long time. It's saying, this is going to be very quick and it's not going to be painful for you. So I, I like that you say that first because that really helps women, as you said, who have a fear of staying, understand that they won't be pressured for too long. Yeah, and <clears throat> when I was talking with Lisa Ling, I genuinely said, you know, I grew up around a lot of women in my family and I say I'm a defender of women because... In 20 years of helping guys, I've seen what stupid things men can do. So it's reverse engineering. First, we start with everything that could be a concern for the woman. The guy not leaving, the guy wanting too much too soon. Right. And then based on that, we craft around some powerful language that will cause reassurance. And, you know, we're also in a day and age where people are getting a little more I don't know, stuck up one thing that I love to ask is, do you think people used to kiss more in the 70s or now? And then everybody says, well, back then I go, oh my God, kissing is going extinct. We need to remedy. Come here. Mm -hmm. But uh, everybody takes it too heavily, I think, because okay. if we start to mingle a touch more, everybody will be more at ease and there's more options, both for men and women. There's still that sense from the 1950s where you got to pick one person and go and it's a hit or miss. But if we become all a little more social, then... It's a better place. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. So I want to turn it back to Kristen since I've been sort of like just focused on you. Okay, so Kristen is Finally. a tough girl, right? And most likely anything that you would do to try and win her over, she would like just put a huge shield up towards. She would combat you like crazy, think you're insane, make fun of everything about you in her mind. How, how, how do you combat women like this who on the inside may just be a bit uncomfortable, but on the outside, it looks like they freaking hate you and want you to get away from them. How, can you break through that barrier with 
women like this? First, I would find that extremely refreshing (laughs) and super hot because, you know, there's also a lot of people who comply, but they're not necessarily going along. They're just being polite. So first thing I would say, I would say how refreshing, you know, so many people always want to just go along to be polite and you, you speak your own truth. Nothing more exciting than a woman who will speak her own truth. And then that probably would destabilize me a little bit or destabilize the guy. And I would say, oh my God, you're powerful. Last time I got destabilized like that was at least 20 years ago. Do it again. And then I would ask her to do it again, which is totally unexpected, which would probably make her uh, a little destabilized as well. And then I would ground it. I would say seriously, you know, I mean, I don't know you, you seem cool. Of course, I'm not expecting that you're just going to look at me and think, oh my God, I'm I'm so ready for this guy right here and right now. It's not like we're going to spend the next 17 hours making passionate love. I'm ready for it. Well, I need to, that. Okay, I need to paint a picture right now for the people listening because they have no idea that you are this like crazy looking rocker dude. So, so Kevin, so is like Vince. Vince, I'm sorry, Kelvin. Crazy pink hair, pink earring, feather pink earring, like rocker jacket with like spikes on it. Leather sleeves, tattoos, big, big rings. Like in one million years, you would not be my type. How would you make me be your type? Well, I would focus on two million years then. <laughs> uh, I, I would not necessarily want to make you be my type because there again, you got to have an abundant mentality. And too many guys, they act out of desperation. They think if I don't get that girl because I haven't been getting anyone, then I won't get anyone. So I would just come from a place of appreciation also. What are the the things that I could appreciate about that? In the worst case, that would stir me and motivate me to Mm -hmm. to just go at it even stronger elsewhere. And uh, at the same time, uh, you know, what's funny with types, because you didn't seem to me like the type who would have a type. You seem more like uh, beyond that. But sometimes... I'm really... uh, (laughs) As she melts in her seat. Really tricking people right now. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, then again, also, this we've all had times when we meet someone and we think that's the last person with whom I would connect, even at the level of friendship. And then it's the opposite. Or we've also had times when we think someone is the person and turns out they are not. So yeah. Well, that actually leads me to a, another question. I, I want to find out from you, what do you tell guys about rejection? How to handle I think it? there's no such thing as rejection. Because, I, I mean, it takes some time. If you're used to calling it rejection, you hear that, you go, yeah, but you don't understand. First, it's important to know that all human relations, even uh, at a level of business, when two people meet for the first time, you got to expect to not be comfortable. There's, there's an amount of discomfort, even people who go for traditional for sure. dating. So it's fine to not be comfortable right away. And isn't that so weird? Because it's like we deal with people every day, all day long. Like we're just around other human beings and we're still not comfortable being alone with a new human being. Yeah. I find that so weird. Even sometimes with certain friends, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, but that's all we do. We're just constantly around human beings. And it's you'd think by now we'd be comfortable with just being around a human, but we're not. Yeah. But we have desires or... Uh, different per- motivations. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Motivations for each of those individual people or Which different intentions that may differ from the person in front of you. So that's that's why it becomes uncomfortable of, of all the unspoken things that are going on in your mind that could potentially or not potentially go, be going on in their mind, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And back to the look, by the way, I showed up on Steve <laughs> Harvey too. And I loved it. The first thing he did, he got up and he looked at me and he went, what? 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 Is that even human? But you know what? You should have thing... said that about his teeth. <laughs> his teeth don't even look human. <laughs> but I really love the guy. But uh, the one thing that may help is to put things back into perspective. Within the context of being present in our everyday reality, tasks and so on, everything takes on a very serious weight. But if we, for example, a great exercise is for men to pay attention and women to, to every elderly person that they encounter in their 80s or 90s and think about all of the excess uh, investment they've put into relationships with people that may already be gone. And when you, you put things back into perspective like that, then you realize, you know what, it's all kindergarten stuff. Yeah. We can all relax and, and then go back to a place of abundance. And from that place, there's a synchronistic effect that happens. For example, yeah, I'm a little bit crazy. Yes, I get laid a lot. Yes, I was <laughs> married five times, but there's never, it, it's never an accident. It's, it's, there's always a sense of it being organic. Like I remember once I met this uh, woman who was devastated. She had a divorce and after that, her career was going down the drain and so on. And we spent some time together and she got all pumped up. And of course, we were not meant to be together for like years after that. But that moment in time was exactly what she needed and exactly what I needed. And when you align with a greater flow, a lot of that happens and there's no longer any dependence. And also I'm an advocate of all possibilities. I also practice uh, abstinence at times. Do you think that the, the attitude of abundance can hurt some guys if they don't know how to use that correctly? Meaning that they may uh, treat women poorly or they may see them as objects. Because that's that's where a lot of the fear comes from when people hear the term pickup artist is that they're, they're thinking of men who are objectifying, manipulating, and feeding off of insecurities when it comes to women. So, so how, how do you help these men understand that the options around them are endless, but you can't be an asshole? Like, how, where's that fine line? Yeah, I think it's something that happens naturally because the two cannot coexist. In order to become skilled enough to make things happen, it takes a level of awareness that automatically cancels any weird behavior based on desperation. So right. yeah, maybe there's a short time period of excitement in which the guy could start to go, okay, I'm just going to be with her and her. Uh, at the same time, I think it's backwards on the CNN article. I explained that the men, women must fear is the guy who has no sense of other options and possibilities and no skills. And, and those guys are a disaster. I mean, sometimes girls show me the amount of texts they will get. They get a text from one guy. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they're at work in the po policy is like, you cannot text while you're working. Pure's go by. By the time they look at their phone again. And it shifts so fast. It's go like, hey, you, how are you? Maybe we can hang out. Hey, are you okay? Hey, did I say something wrong? <laughs> well, fuck you then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or, exactly. Why, well, why do you think guys do that? Because they haven't learned to be confident yet? Well, you so know, insecure. one frustration for, uh, for men, which is completely false. Many men are under the impression that if a woman wants to get laid, be with someone, she just has to snap her fingers and it's going to happen. Now, it may happen, but is that going to provide her with true fulfillment? No. No. And then they don't know that it's possible for them to. They have more choices. And now we 
we um we help women also this year you know there's a show pending in which it's going to be more about coaching women and for women one thing that's important to understand is that they have to let go of having a male friend there's a few rare exceptions but so unfair <clears throat> I know. It is. I know, but um, it, it's tough. But there's very few men that can be a true friend. They all have an agenda. Yeah. So I encourage women to let go of that. It's great to have gay friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe here and there, the exception would be the guy already is fully satisfied with a stunning woman and she becomes like a little sister. But then again, you know, you got to yeah. know guys. Yeah. We got to be honest. I think it's all... I mean, we didn't wire ourselves. Some of us are born men. Some of us are born women. And if we, if we just come to the realization, okay, what are your greatest fears? What are your greatest struggles? Tell us women and us, we go, okay, me, I'm a guy, you know, that thing that I'm, wi- I'm wired for reproduction. You have no idea. Even if I don't want to, I start walking around and every 30 seconds, I'm going to think about it. So. I didn't ask for that. Right. It happens. Well, that's interesting that you discourage women from being friends with men because is that is that their responsibility to take care of this man who wants something more? But you know isn't what? Asking for no, it? no, 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 not even. Let me rephrase. We should not discourage or encourage anything. We should just raise awareness. Right. So women, if you think you have a man friend, know that <laughs> he's thinking about it. Actually, mentioning Steve Harvey, not too long ago, he said, okay, your man friend, trick him a little bit with a few questions. And then randomly, once he gets comfortable, go, hey, you know what? I was wondering, what if I totally changed my mind? And I said, let's not be friends. You want to have sex right now. What would you say? <laughs> and I say yes. the, and make also, him comfortable. Yes. So the guy would say yes. And now you know. So he's probably thinking about it. But you can still, hey, options. I mean, uh, when I train women, I want them to be as hardcore as can be. So if a woman comes to me and says, I want to be the greatest gold digger on the planet, I go, we're in business. Let me help you to do that. Yeah. Don't abuse it, but there's always someone who deserves it. So, <laughs> Or there's always somebody who wants that as well on the opposite side. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have one final question before we go to break. I, I want to ask about the modern female, right? So you've, you've been doing this for a very long time. Have you seen a shift in women, either their responsiveness, um, their goals on their own of, of being more sexual creatures? Have you, have you seen a shift or is, is there actually a shift? I think there's a shift that's still in the making. And um, there's such variety in this day and age in the world that this, this women who are already fully shifted into uh, new ways of being and there's women that are still struggling and there's women that are also still stuck into the old frame. But I think one aim both for men and women is to become multidimensional. If we're only one thing that gets a little repetitive yeah. and it's not easy to deal with. So the four archetypes would be a sense of playfulness. But if we're only that quickly, the woman becomes the crazy girl and the guy becomes like the crazy guy that's hard to handle. To also be as authentic and genuine and real as possible. If we're only that, we become overly nice and we don't know what people want. So it's easy to be taken advantage of. To also be our own leaders. You know, dependence on the opposite sex for anything is just not true self-reliance. 
and to also evolve as wisely as, as can be. So I, I see more and more women and that, that to me is what attracts me, a woman that, that can tap into all four. And that's who I, I aim to be. And I want to make guys more multidimensional, real leaders that are totally authentic and genuine and aware of other people's struggles as well as opening to wisdom and be as playful as can be so. I love that. All right, we're going to go to a break. We're going to come back uh, with more events. We have our other guest, who is Amy, who's in here, and we're going to get to overanalyze this. So we'll be back in a minute. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you going through hard times? If you are, join the club. And... In those hard times, are you finding that you don't really have anyone to talk to? Well, also join that club. Because even though we have friends and we have family, they all have their own lives and they all have their own problems. So it's really hard to find someone to talk to when you're struggling. So that's where our sponsor, BetterHelp, comes in. They are here for you, whether you're struggling with depression, with loss of a job, no matter what it is, Get thoughtful, timely responses and set appointments with BetterHelp. And I want you to start living a happier life today. Don't wait. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash askwomen. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash askwomen. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest that's open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using promo code NFL100. That's promo code NFL100. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work 
like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty, and you'll find out all about it. All right, we are back. Oh my God, I just did the Good, intro. keep going. Without being afraid good. to do it. Do you understand that when you were not here, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do this. So it was too serious. So professional and, oh, and confident. And all of a sudden you can't in- intro. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't, it just, I, yeah. And, and when you were not here, it just was boring. <laughs> I'm sure it, it was. was. You, make, you make me be lighter. It's a nice little combo that we have. I think. I think it works really well. Hopefully the people listen. I think you're just calling me fat. You're like, I look so much lighter and skinnier here. Pretty much. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what I'm saying. It's post-holiday time. So that makes sense. Okay. So we are back with Vince and we have Amy here. And you've been listening. Nemeth. Nemeth. Yes. And actually, I want to point out one thing. So we said, what is your last name? And Kristen said, is it Nemeth or Nemeth? And you said, well, whatever you want. <laughs> well, because like I hear um, my I've always been pronouncing Nemeth, but my family who have people who come from Hungary, they're like, it's Nemeth. But they say way different. So I'm like, some American. I'm going to say Nemeth. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it depends. Well, I used to do that with my last name, too. When, when I when I wasn't as secure with my last name, mm-hmm. um, I would do interviews and people would say, is it Kinris or Kenris? I'm like, oh, whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. And then I was like, no, I know who I am. I'm owning my <laughs> name. If they say it incorrectly, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but it's Kin. Riss. Yeah, yeah. Keen Riss. So you are... So I'm glad today I said Keen Riss. <laughs> yes, exactly. Show. So what is your last name? Nemeth. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So well, it's I, funny. I, when people call me like Christine, my name's Kristen, I almost like like it because I'm like, yes, it, I'm, someone I'm like someone different. I'm more powerful. I'm more confident. <laughs> like that's I'm what I'll be today. Fun. Yeah. I'm Christine. Yeah. Oh, what I'm do you act Christine. like when they say that then? Like, like do you bitchy, become a different person? Kind of bitchy, a little more Italian. But isn't know. that what you are typically? I hope, <laughs> but now I'm a little bit more of a pushover. <laughs> so I want to hear your thoughts on what you've heard Vince saying uh, from the first half of the I show. Know, it was really interesting. I thought it was really insightful. I think the information you have for girls as far as like, I thought it was so interesting what he said about not having guy friends. Because I was like, what? I have so many. I know. Now I'm like, going to go play this game. I'm like, so if we could, would you? And I'm like, I don't want to actually play that because I'm sure I'd hear the wrong answer. It would just turn into a gangbang. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hear from your point of view. So as a girl who has lots of guy friends, are you just walking around, you know, in La La Land thinking they don't want to sleep with you? Uh, see, okay, I'm not like super oblivious. Like I am realistic in that aspect. Like obviously if the opportunity came about, I'm sure that they would pursue it. So in that aspect, I'm not like La La Land. But at the same time, like I feel like I've known him for so long and we've like taken care of each other like in hard times. And in that aspect, I'm like, that's like a friend more than like a spouse. Well, I guess more than, well, I see that's difficult. It's a fine line because as a spouse, that is somebody that would be doing that for you. But I don't call them my spouse. I call them my friend. So it's like, well, how come with those friends who have taken care of you have been great in terms of friendship? Why don't you want anything more from them? How come you've never seen them in a different light? I don't know. I guess um, it's a bunch of things. Like we just have more fun as friends, and I could I see the way that they do date girls, and I wouldn't want to be on that end of it. And so I just respect them more as a friend, and we have a better relationship that way for sure. I feel like if we did start dating, it probably just we wouldn't end up. Do you think Same if friends. they were here they and you weren't in the room, they would say the same thing? Or they'd uh, say, yeah, I'm just waiting around for her as a no, girlfriend. I don't know. See, and that's why it's hard too, because some of we've gone since like high school. So it's like before everything, all this happened. So in that aspect, they don't even see like the lifestyle that you've created after the fact. They see like 
you being like a goofy basketball player, you know? Right. So it's instead like, of a gorgeous model. Well, no, <laughs> thank you. But I don't know, just like, it's so different. Like I tell them what I do and they're like, what? Like, I would have never seen that. And I'm like, I know, but it happened. Like, this is what happened. I know. <laughs> it happened to be a model. This is how it happened. Well, like, and like we went to school as well. So it's like, we all just take different paths, you know? Right. But they, they see you differently. Yeah, exactly. Or at least you think they see you differently. I hope so. But then a lot of things too, like that, it's funny because we met in the elevator and he was like, oh, I'm a coach. Like, what, what did you call yourself again? Pickup artist. Pickup artist. And at first I was thrown off by that, but then I heard the way he was talking to his friend in the elevator and you're like, you're so pretty. Da, da, da. And I was like, so you're, I was like feeling two different things. I was really like, like I hate you, but unsure. I like you. Right? Well, like you, as soon as you're a pickup artist, you hear all, you get all these uh, impersonations and like pre, like pre, like thoughts, you know? Yeah. Preconceived notions. Exactly. And then I heard you speak with her and I was like, oh, but they're so sweet to each other. And he was like mm-hmm. boasting her confidence and like being the op, the antithesis of what you think a pickup artist would be doing. So yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, 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 sh- I'm sure. Whenever you do introduce yourself, it is challenging because people do have all of these beliefs in their mind about what you're supposed to be. And do you do you feel that you have to? Well, no, you even said it in the first half. You don't have to battle against what their belief is. You just act as you. You're not trying to win people over. Yeah, I think the more you accept yourself, the more other people will accept themselves. And also, this way you figure out people faster, you know, because I don't want to be around people who are overly prejudiced. At first, you know, right. we, it's normal. We all have our own little sense of what should be or not. But I feel better. First, my, my, my heart was beating real strong. I was, I was like, do I know her? That's it. <laughs> it's a trick. I've known her, but it, I, I got something for you. I mean, you done? I got your name right there. Oh, Is that the correct spelling? Is that it's the correct, the correct spelling? spelling. Oh it? my goodness. Yeah. It's one of your past wives. No. Yeah, it's the third one. You don't remember. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to one more question. That was a chat to everyone who's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not just like showing his, his penis. Um, you had said before, you see how your friends are with girls that they date. Can you tell me more about that? Because you said you don't like it and you wouldn't want to be on the opposite um, end of it. So for instance, like we went to a club and he met some girl and like there he was like talking so sweet to her. And I know he can be a sweet guy, but I noticed he was being like, just like feeding her, like saying the right answers, what she wanted to hear essentially. And of course they like went home and then she called and of course he didn't answer. And I was like, you did exactly like what every guy, what girls are afraid of. And she knew what she was getting into because she said, you're just telling me what I want to hear. And he did do that. And she did just sleep with him. And I was like, you're so awful. But I was like, at the end of the day, if you're, I don't know. I don't think trying to find love in a club in Hollywood is necessarily the right idea either. So right. they're not. Well, so what I hear you saying is that the guys that you surround yourself with or that you are friends with, who you see on a very different level, mm-hmm. when you see them interacting with women who may be quality, not quality, whatever it is, yeah. but just with women, um, you don't see them act favorably. You see them feed lines, perform routines, give them what this woman wants yeah. Right. Well, and which then, is interesting because it's temporary satisfaction. Just like he said, at that particular moment, they have something in their mind that they want. So maybe at that moment, they did just want to go home and have sex for the night, which is fine. And if you're realistic and honest about the situation, that's you, good you're for saying you. That they're not realistic and honest. I think the it. fact that she called back and wanted to talk to him the next day, she wasn't, you know, because like he was, I don't know, but then he wasn't either because he's feeding her lines. So it's like hard. Well, I think that what Amy's talking about is the fear that a lot of people have when they do hear the term pickup artist, that, that that is what is going to happen. And I, I've started working with women as well. And I hear this story continuously. We had a great night. It was wonderful. We had extreme chemistry. Like I've never felt with anybody else before, but now he's pulling away or now I haven't heard from him or he comes back three months later. It's yeah. just as wonderful. And then he disappears again. Mm-hmm. So Vince, 
what do you, do you help guys? We we kind of answered this question before, but like, what would you have to say to guys who do things like this to women? Well, I would highly discourage it. I would point it out at first. And then I would say it's a polarity. So the best thing they could do would be to just say, hey, listen, uh, yeah, I in, in one way, I'm here with you right now and I'm loving this moment. I'm also a guy. I don't want to overpromise. I don't know. And uh, just let's be clear about this. So clarity. Clarity, exactly. Yeah. And that's what you're saying is missing with a lot of these guys. There's yeah, no, I think there's no so. honesty and clarity. Yeah, but then it's funny because just like you said, like at that particular moment, if you were clear and you both come to the table and you know what you're accepting and you choose to go ahead, like there's nothing wrong with that either, you know? Right. It's that, but what is happening for a lot of women out there? I'm trying is to explain why a lot of women may have boundaries. Yeah, exactly. It's because they run into situations with a lot of a lot of men who do mess with their heads a little bit. But okay, that is true. But at the same time, they have to be clear headed and like read through the BS a little and be Correct. like, I this guy's agree. like feeding me like, oh, it's so pro, it's so convenient that every question I have, he happens to think the same thing. Oh, you're the same sign as me. Oh my goodness. Like, okay, are you serious? Like, <laughs> it gets a little silly after a while, you know? And I don't want to be like, oh, they're, they're silly, but they are a little like naive at times. What about the guys that you date? Who do you date? Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> do you date? I don't know. I do date. Yeah. It just, but then I'm not very good at the choices I make either. So I can't really talk. I like, I, I don't, I lose interest very quickly, I should say. So I'm like, oh, it seems so nice at the particular moment. And we have fun. And then it's like, oh, it fizzles out. And I'm like, oh, okay. And plus, like, I think like with school and work and stuff and like everything, it's just like something on the side at this particular time, you know? It's not really like my main focus. It's not your main focus. Yeah. But you were saying that you make the wrong choices. What does that mean? Some, um, yeah, like I just, uh, for instance, I just put expectations on things and I need to learn to like just accept it as it is and go with the flow and not necessarily have this image of your head. Oh, this is going to become this whole thing because it's like... Kind of like what Vince was talking Yeah, exactly. About. And that's why I think the fact that he's creating classes for girls might be beneficial because sometimes we... And it's so funny. We grew up with this princess-like thing our whole lives of like, oh, it's so happy ever like after. And it's like, it's not the case. Like there's reality out there and you have to be real, you know? And so... And some people say it's pessimism and I'm like, no, I just think it's realistic, you know? Well, it's interesting because what we've noticed here is that a lot of men have these expectations on the front end towards what a woman, a woman will be to them before they even approach her. And then once a woman's invested, that's mm-hmm. when her expectations come really become really large as well. Yeah. I want to get to some questions from our listeners because we don't do that enough. So <laughs> we have a segment called Overanalyze This because we overanalyze <laughs> what people say. And we're women. So that's what we do. Um, so here is the first question. But if anybody wants to send in questions, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. And as always, if it has a really good subject line, I'm going to read it and pick it out of any other one that's in there. So you guys have been doing a really good job with that. And actually, I should include the subject lines because some of them are pretty freaking funny. Hello, ladies and lucky guests. I have been friends with a great gal for a few years, but several months ago, we had a period of really great chemistry around her birthday. She was just turning 21, so of course, we hit the night with a couple of mutual friends of ours. We had a great time talking and spending time with each other throughout the night. And at some point, I bought her a rose from one of those walking vendors. The following week, I got a couple of morning picture texts of moments captured with captions similar to just something to brighten your day. She even sent a picture of the rose I got her propped up in her room. She shortly spent a month out of state to visit her mom, so I didn't really contact her as I'm not very good with gauging. Uh, when are the best times to try? When she came back, I attempted to set up times 
to meet so I could ask her out in person. I hate these uh, text. I hate texting these things and so often uh, works weird hours that she doesn't allow for calls or text or anything. So she did, he did that for the next couple of months. We never ended up meeting up and she seemed to stop talking to me as much. Did I miss a crucial window? Could I re-spark that chemistry somehow? I was thinking of sending a handwritten card for Christmas. Oh, too late. As a small gesture, should I just accept it as missed opportunity and let things move along? What do you think? Well, the answer is simple. Mm -hmm. If they really was caring for the woman, it would be hard to go an entire month without wondering how she's doing. That's what I thought. How's her time with her mom? Are you enjoying your time exactly? Here we are. It was just one thing. You know, yeah, we had a moment and then you disappear, right? That's exactly to translate that. It's not that they had a moment, it's that the guy thought, finally, my chance now. Then, during that time when she's visiting her mom, because he knew he could not get her right there and then, he did not care to, hey, how's your mom? Tell me more, and so on. And uh, then also, there's that obsession that guys have to meet, right? So, we're not going to deny that but it cannot only be about that those guys who get the number and right away they go hey it was fun meeting you uh are you free on wednesday that means that they, they're just obsessing about that so uh for guys they have to relearn how to appreciate appreciate you know the moment being in touch and also being a little bit more caring mm-hmm. so what would you advise for him to do because he he asked the questions, could I re-spark that chemistry somehow? And I was thinking of sending her a handwritten card for Christmas as a small gesture. Should I accept it as a missed opportunity and let things move along? No extreme. There again, men, extreme. I should Can just I cut get it off. Or should I just forget about it? Wow, that's very flattering for a woman. Yeah. <laughs> no extremes and nothing too um too intense the christmas card the rose those things are the rewards you don't start with that Mm -hmm. that's what you do when you really are connected already uh and then nothing is ever final yeah it always seems like when you do stuff it's it's a nice gesture to see the rose or the card but it always seems like it's trying to get something yeah rather than connect with something and i think women are way more into the connecting than the receiving of these little things I think I once you're in the you. relationship, then, you know, if he gets you the rose or does something special, that's when it feels good. But when you kind of first meet and you don't really have anything deeper and you're just kind of getting these things, it looks like he's saying like, I want to win you in a way. Not, I agree. Not you. win you over, but win you. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's not about you at that point. That's, that's how it yeah, feels. It feels yeah. empty. Yeah. Plus also, it's not his own idea. He's not the one who invented the concept of buying a rose. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) The thing he should do, guys, go buy roses and bring them to a retirement home and spend a couple hours visiting elderly women and bring them the roses. But nothing is ever final. My my third wife, um, we broke up 68 times and got back together 68 times. Oh, dear Lord. Help us all. But it was just to demonstrate that it's never final. So the guy should relax and you should contact her in a little bit of a more casual way. Hey, you, it's been a while. What's new? And zero obligation. And then not obsess about meeting right away because in this day and age, there's a time gap. First, us guys, we see, we like, we're ready. Uh, Women will come around, but it takes a little more time. So, you know, not 
an excessive amount of time. If anything, call the person on it. If the, if she takes overly long to reply, I would say something like, okay, shall we save it for your 90th birthday? <laughs> it's been 1700 years since we last saw each other. So what's, what's going on? And, and stay open, stay receptive. That's what, essential. What about, is there any way for him to display his honesty? Like, is, is there a cool and calm way to say like, I really enjoyed hanging out with you before the holidays. I'd like yeah, to see you I love that. Like, I love your phrasing, display his honesty. I think also it's important to not throw too much at the person. So I had this guy the other day in a similar situation and he wrote her a letter that is so long. And then he hired me to read the letter. And I was like, <laughs> you need to hire me for an extra hour. Do you see how long that letter is? <laughs> so first get a response. Say, hey, you, what's new? Give her some time. Don't look at your phone. Give it at least 72 hours. Then after that, maybe just call. Say, hey, I was you're probably busy, but I was hoping to uh, at least hear from you. I hope all is good. And after that, maybe find a time when he can open up and say, hey, you know, I didn't mean to be overly pushy. You know, I don't know, but uh, I felt something and I was just more curious about it. I hope we can connect a little bit more like we did before Christmas. I like that. Amy, what do you think of that? Mm. I th- it's nice. It's like calm, like approach and not the letter would be too much. That kind of weird me out. I think like if somebody wrote me a letter, I don't know. Cause like even my aunts, like those are the only people that send me cards anymore. Right. Yeah. You're like, what yeah, is I don't my, know, my, my, aunt, my grandma, 1924. Yeah. but it's something you should start later with. And at the same time, like if she didn't talk to him while she was, it goes both ways. He didn't text her and she didn't text him. So maybe right. she just like holidays are busy and she didn't call him when she returned. Maybe she just kind of lost interest and then remind her, give her a friendly reminder. And she doesn't, respond and move on. Like, why waste your time? You know? Yeah. I feel like just keep going. I, There's so I many other people you. out there. Okay. Next question. Hey, ladies and guests, love the podcast. Been following the, all the way back since the first episode. Question is, I look young. I'm 25, but I could pass for a teenager, 16 <laughs> or 17. I have a baby. turned on already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a baby face and a boyish figure. I know. Hey, so do you. Oh, I'm even more turned on. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, I, I know I'm good looking. I know girls find me cute, but I feel that girls are not interested in me because I don't look my age or look like an adult man. Not looking and feeling like an adult or a man is a big insecurity for me. Any advice on how to get over this or what to do? I'm horny to win. <laughs> That's an uh, old reference. <laughs> I want to attract amazing girls into my life. So this is something I must figure out. Keep being the best host ever. Uh, from Rob living on the East Coast. Mm. Amy, what do you think? I don't know. Hit the gym a little, maybe like bulk up your body. I don't want to say like it's all superficial that way, but if you're feeling insecure, then maybe you have to like change it yourself to project the security that you're feeling. And I don't know. At the same time, like find somebody who accepts that maybe because there's somebody, there's always somebody out there for somebody. So maybe you don't have to go to gym. Maybe just find somebody that will accept it the way it is. Yeah, not to sound corny, you know, but start trolling the high schools and see. Oh, no. no, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm not picturing Justin that. Bieber. And I'm like, you know, a lot of girls like that right now. So he, might, yeah, be, he might be winning. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> exactly. Someone's like, oh my God, I love little boys. <laughs> Vince, what do you think? Well, there was a response here in the in the studio where she, <laughs> you said, right, you're already turned on. So don't assume anything. <laughs> 
Some women could be into it. <laughs> yeah. Right? But I know uh, a friend of mine's brother, he um, he's really young looking. He's probably at this point like 29 or 30, um, but he uses it to his, adva- his advantage. He's an insanely good mu- musician. Yeah. Um, he's on the road traveling all the time, but he actually got a job um, because he looks so young. He got a job as um, one of the musicians on some like teen pop stars <laughs> tour because he looked like a teenager playing like a... a, a an instrument. Um, but he's really, really confident. He's really good at what he does. He dresses really cool. He grows in his facial hair as much as he can. But the thing is with him, he never, ever, ever refers to himself in that way ever. Mm. I've never heard of, he's very short. He's very thin. Um, and he just looks really young, but he's never once talked about how he's short or how he's thin or how he looks young. I never once heard him talk about it. I've only heard him talk about his music his career, the girls that he's dating and that kind of stuff. So although you see it, you know, it's not like it's not But what do you think obvious. when you see it? Are you like, oh God, he looks so young. No, you- I just think, <laughs> I think he's adorable. And I don't know if that's the best word to use, but I do think he's adorable. And and he, him dating someone to me wouldn't seem, you know, him dating a woman to me wouldn't seem weird. Because- but would you expect him to date an attractive woman? An interactive woman? Attractive woman. Oh, yes, definitely. Because he's cute. He just looks young but he's so confident and he's good at what he does that it's like second, it comes in second place to him looking young. Right. It's not something that you fixate on. Yeah. And you think if he were to call attention to it more, it would be yeah. something that you like fixate on? Like if he was on? insecure about it and talked about why he's not seeing anyone because he looks young and that kind of stuff, it would be like, oh, it's really sad and you make me feel kind of bad and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but he's just so cool and he's playing, don't even notice he's it. playing his guitar and he's singing on stage and it's like, this kid is so badass. That's cool. So, I mean, so, but it's not like, you know, I don't know if this kid has like a, a talent that he can fall back on, but just being confident, I think, is what it boils down to. So our our collective decision on this one is that learn he the should, guitar. yeah, so learn the guitar <laughs> and then he should just be happy with who he is. Is that what we think? I think so. Are there things to do if, if like, let's say he wasn't happy with who he wasn't and he did want to improve on certain aspects of himself. He may be lower confidence or he may really fixate on the fact that he has a young baby face or his body is boyish. What are some things to do to in, to man him up a little bit? Vince. Alpha camp. There you go. Desert first first <laughs> self-promotion. I like it. I appreciate that. Okay, that's wonderful. Yeah, no, but what would you learn on that? Uh, well, you know, the, to, to man up, to toughen up, and uh, to, 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 to endure. <laughs> but I would say, I, I love what you guys said. If you think it's a problem, it will be a problem. If yeah. you accept it and you, you got to feature it. And the choices are so diverse. There's always going to be people who will dislike, people who won't care, and people who are going to like. And then you choose your camp. Are you going to use it as an excuse why you can't? Or are you going to use it as a reason why you can't? I yeah. totally agree. So it's that yeah. simple. If, if you do, start rejecting yourself first, then you're screwed because yeah. everybody else is going to do the same. But I do agree with Amy. Like if there are physical things you don't like about yourself, you know, I'm not saying totally focus on that part, but my friend, my friend's brother, he dresses like an adult. He doesn't dress like a kid. You know, he's yeah. not throwing on like a hoodie and sneakers. He yeah. dresses really smooth like Eddie Bauer and Banana republic He's really sharp dressing. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to go to the gym to try to bulk up a little bit, yeah. I think there are some physical yeah, things that you can do. But do it do. for you. Like don't yeah. sit there and like strive to go to the gym for like everybody else or like anything for anybody else. Like at the end of the day, go to the gym because it makes you feel good, right. you know, or right. like wear nice clothes. Exactly. And that's a good tip. Like dress the part you want to be. Don't sit there and wear like skater shoes and be like, everybody thinks I'm a punk. Like, right. Cause you look like a punk. Right. right. Exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. So that's really true though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys are wonderful guests. I wish oh, we had more time. So much. <laughs> I wish we had more time to answer more questions. Um, but you guys have been amazing. So thank okay. you so much for coming on the show. I'd love to hear, or our listeners would love to hear where they can get in touch with you. So Amy, if people want to find you, stalk you, whatever, where do they do that? <laughs> I know I had an Instagram, but I I took it down for a second. So I might bring Good for you. I know. <laughs> so I know I don't have any social media going for me right now. So well, where have you been doing your modeling so people can see some of your work? Yeah, uh, right now I go through... Like mostly Sam Rima. I was doing something for four. Oh no, I don't want them to come find you. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly just here. It's yeah. in Connecticut. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. So am I right now? Okay. Cool. All right. Well, anyway, maybe you will come back on our show. So I, that's I where they can Thank hear you, you again. And then Vince. Well, the website is seductioncoaching.com, seductioncoaching.com. And uh, Facebook and YouTube, you want to see the videos. The videos yeah. are so intense. So uh, it's uh, Vince Kelvin channel on YouTube and uh, Facebook, Vince Kelvin as well. Awesome. And don't get not scared off. I, I would be scared off seeing the marketing. I think other guys on, from who listen to our show might be like, yes, this is what I want to do. Anyway. You've listened to Vince on our show. He is awesome, authentic, and he I've seen him work with other guys. Everything that he speaks about on this show is exactly what he teaches to the men that he works with. So I I highly encourage you to go check out his YouTube channel, to sign up for one of his boot camps, um, and to also check out that Lisa Ling special, which you said, where was it they could watch it? It's on cnngo.com, and it's going to be on Netflix very soon. Awesome. So wonderful. I'm I'm so happy for you. I think, congratulations on everything. It's fantastic. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you guys for listening to the show. If you want to submit questions to overanalyze this, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of the Ask Women Podcast come out, I think, every Thursday. Are we correct on this? Every single Thursday. Uh, you can find it on my website, wingrowmethod.com slash podcast, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. We're everywhere. And on Playboy, especially. That's where you can find our podcast. You guys are wonderful and awesome. And we will see you next week. Next week.